Do you travel with your pets in your RV and are you concerned about how to leave them and make sure they're safe and secure while you're gone from your RV? Well, we're going to be talking about what we do with our Cavalier King Charles Spaniels Truman and Bess in this episode of Travels with Delaney, the podcast. Hey everyone, my name's Patrick. And I'm Patty. And we have been RVing now for 17 years, and we love the fact that RVing provides freedom and independence to get out and explore the country. Absolutely. But unfortunately, Patty, I think everybody knows RVing can be just a little frustrating at times. Oh, definitely. <laughs> and that is why we started Travels with Delaney, the YouTube channel over five years ago. I know. We just wanted to try to share what we've learned to mm -hmm. try to make everyone else's RVing experience a little more enjoyable. Well, we also just wanted our family to see our trip to Colorado. Yep. That was a way for them to keep connected. Yeah. And in fact, most people, when they hear Travels with Delaney, instantly think that Delaney is me or that's our last name. Yep. <laughs> and then once we tell them it was our Cocker Spaniel, they assume that's why we started RVing. But uh -huh. the truth is... It goes before Delaney. That's right. 17 years ago, or a little over 17 yeah. years ago, we had our first fur baby named yep. Maddie. Yep. She was a mix. She was a Cavalier King Charles Shizu Palm. Yeah. <laughs> Get uh, that out. Wonderful puppy. Oh, and um, yeah. But we had taken a trip down south, mm -hmm. and we had a heck of a time. It was the first time we'd ever traveled, really, with, right. with Maddie. And we had a heck of a time trying to find oh, decent hard. hotels. Yeah, I think it was our uh, battlefield tour in yeah. Mississippi and all that down south. And uh, we just had a hard time. Yeah, it and was it, was, it was just finding, you know, you could find hotels that were pet friendly, but unfortunately, a lot of them just weren't very nice. No. And so on the way home from Vicksburg, Mississippi, oh. I had this idea because I had done some camping in an RV when I was in high school that maybe we should buy an RV. Right. And I had never camped before in my life, never right. tented nothing. And so uh, <laughs> initially we were thinking a pop up, uh -huh. but we had a, a Saturn view that had a 1500 pound tow capacity. <laughs> and it seemed like all of the pop ups we were looking at were too heavy. They were too heavy. Yeah. And we found a tab back then. They were just called tabs. Yeah. Um, today, it's the Tab 320. It was so stinking cute. It didn't even have the shower in it. No, it had no bathroom. Nothing. We ended up buying a porta potty. But the short was, uh -huh. we ended up, we could theoretically tow it with the yep. view. And we bought that. And that has started the 17 years of could, RVing with our pets. Yeah, we could take Maddie with us. And then uh, Delaney. And now these two problems yeah. we have. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh -huh. so that's kind of how we, I mean, if it hadn't been for our fur babies, no, I know. we might have not have I ever went RVing. Yeah. No. It kind of did. You think about it, it changed the course of what we used to do. And um, yeah, because we did a lot of condos, you know, we had a Disney timeshare right. and then uh, we still did that with camping, but I don't know if we would have went camping as much. And Who interestingly knows? enough, we saw the camper early on as just like a, a replacement mm -hmm. for a hotel room. So I remember we had been doing some camping, but anytime we would go out, we did not leave Maddie alone. No. We would take her with us. We were nervous. We were we were nervous Nellies when we camped at first because we just weren't sure, I guess, the protocol, how it worked. You know, we didn't want her to get warm or cold and, you know, whatever. And um, yeah, we were just, we were nervous. We had no clue, really. Honestly, <laughs> no. let's be honest. And I, I, yeah, I remember you buying a little fan for the red truck we had at the time because we would take her with us instead of leaving her in the camper like in Gatlinburg. And we had her in the little truck with the fan on her with the windows cracked to go to Walmart. 
That's how nervous we were. <laughs> oh, we were. We had no clue what we were doing. No. And I remember we were on a trip in the Smoky Mountains. Uh-huh. Um, at the time, it was a Jellystone. Now yeah. it's called Imagination Mountain. Uh-huh. Um, but I remember I was up in the store mm-hmm. and we were talking to the owner. And I don't remember. I Oh, she was recommending a restaurant. I said, well, we can't. We have a dog. And she said, leave your dog in your trailer. And I said, you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, what's the point of having an RV if you don't leave your pets? And so she, in Kinda... many ways... Yeah, she kind of educated, educated us. A us. Bit. Yeah, because I think she talked to you and she said, you know, leave her, leave your number with me. I got your number. If something goes wrong, um, we will contact you. You know, if we lose whatever power, we'll, we'll let you know and we'll keep an eye. And I'm like, awesome. I didn't yeah. know. And that was really the yeah. start of, and I remember we were so scared the first time we left uh, Maddie. Mm-hmm. And we didn't go very long, but knowing that the owner of the campground had our phone number and she was the one that kind of coached us as far as, you know, close your blinds, but we're going to get into all that in a little bit, but that's kind of how we started. Right. Isn't that funny? Thinking back how that was. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. (laughs) So I say we go ahead and we'll jump right into exactly how we leave Truman and Bess and assure they're safe. All right. So Patty, let's share with everyone kind of what we have found works for us in terms of being able to leave Truman and Bess in the RV so that if we want to go out and have dinner while we're out mm-hmm. RVing, or if we want to go sightseeing, something like that. So let's start with number one, we should let everybody know that Truman and Bess are crate training. Yes. They're even crate training the cabin. That was the best thing we ever did. Um, because then you don't have to worry about them. They're in that kennel. They actually, when the, we call it the crate, their kennel, when the door is open, like in the camper, Truman will go in yeah. whenever we're in there with them and he'll just lie down. So it's their safe place. Right. So they're used to going in there and we have a kennel that's their crate that's big enough for both of them, even though they end up lying on top of each other because they just snuggle. But um, yeah, there's enough space for them. There's a nice pad in the bottom that we have. And then we just arc crate is a metal i guess openings meshy thing and so we just put like a towel or a blanket over the top and sometimes we leave a little vintage for the fan up above them but that way they can have darkness and they feel safe and they're happy in there yeah and we should mention delaney was not no kennel trained and so (laughs) so if you're if you're instantly thinking like oh great my dogs are not kennel trained does this mean i shouldn't be leaving them alone no our other dogs may delaney were not kennel trained delaney we left her alone maddie did well by herself too delaney we found out later on after her passing that she was a barker and we did not know that because our friends i guess were being too nice at well, our seasonal spot and told us when we left her that she would bark. Well, I think the issue was when when Maddie and Delaney were together. Yeah. She was there was no safe. issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was after Maddie died, we later found out that when we would leave Delaney alone, she she would bark. She had some anxiety problem. Yeah. So um yeah. The but I will say this, if you're leaving your pets alone in your RV mm-hmm. free to roam, mm-hmm. that may be fine. But what we found with Delaney was yeah. we we had a trailer that had curtains oh, versus blinds <laughs> and she could climb up into oh, the yeah. booth and she would just stick her nut yep. muzzle up under <laughs> kind of open the curtain and she could see everything going on in the campground, yep. which then would get her excited. Oh yeah. And bark her head off. Right. Yep. 
So that was probably not the, we didn't even think about those curtains, but yeah, she got no, right up there. I think eventually we found ways to secure the curtains, yeah. but I mean, <laughs> that is something to think about. And, um, and then the other thing is if they are roaming, I do worry about them a little bit, like what kind of trouble can they get into? Right. So like things they shouldn't get into right while yeah. you're gone. But mm-hmm. you know, if, if you, <laughs> if you don't kennel, it's, we're not saying you can't leave. No, that's pet. just what worked for it, us. Yeah. And we, like I said, this is a first for us. We were very fortunate that we were able to um, train Truman first right. and then Bess. And now, like you said, that is their safe place. Like if we left them out, they would freak out. Oh, and they do that in the cabin. Yeah. Like we'll just step outside to like work in the lawn or something and they're barking and Truman's howling. And yeah. And if you put them in the kennel, they chill. Yeah. That they go to, they just rest. So yeah, it is wild. And, and the kennel, and for anybody thinking like, where do you haul this kennel? We have one of those that Collapses, folds up. Yeah. yeah. So it just folds up flat, no problem. And um, and sometimes we put it in the back of the truck, and sometimes we haul it if we're not going long distance on top of our bed. Just push it underneath the pillows and secure spot. It doesn't move. Yeah. And um, it works perfect. So that's the first thing is mm-hmm. we set up their kennel. We get that towel over it. We make sure they have that, water. Yep. And um, yeah, we always make sure they have plenty of water Mm -hmm. for when we're gone. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing that we do is we actually always leave some music on. Yeah, that's one of the first things we do when we get to a new campsite. Anyways, I know I need to find a radio station that will come in clearly. And it's I usually try to find something that's not real weird music, just something more mellow or just anything that's I can play. Just something in the background to kind of muffle the sound that's outside of the camper. Yeah, it does a couple things, I think. <laughs> I, and we do that here. I mean, one is I think they enjoy the music. Mm-hmm. It's calming. Yeah. Um, and number two, yeah, it, it helps to cover up sounds in a campground. Mm-hmm. Um, because typically, at least with our experience with um, fur babies, is when they hear noises, that can be a trigger um, to cause anxiety, which ultimately causes barking. Right. Which is probably the number one complaint you would have. Oh yeah, uh, I would is, think so. is somebody complaining about barking? So uh, the other another thing that we do is we make sure that all of the blinds are closed. Closed, right? And uh, that way, it's just because we have a skylight in our trailer right now, and there's some light that comes in there. But we always leave one light on um, in an over there, uh, one side of their crate that we have in our slide out, and then the, the blades are blinds are shut. That way, there's no reason to see any movement or any flash of light or anything from outside of the camper to help keep them calm <laughs> right because the thing is truman and bass need their sleep oh they uh, you know? <laughs> they look at us like go away <laughs> and so if you think about if you're going to go out to dinner you're mm-hmm. going to be gone for a couple hours uh-huh. think of it as their nap time mm-hmm. and if you were trying to nap would you want blinds open with the sunlight beating mm-hmm. in or people running by and potential shadows things like that so i mean ultimately that's what we're trying to do is create an environment where they can rest right yeah where it's peaceful mm-hmm. yeah um in terms of lights patty what do we do with that well, and like I was saying earlier, the lance, uh, we always, and even in the tab, we kept one light. We figure out which light isn't like the brightest or anything, but it's off to the side. It just has a little light so that it's not pitch black. Like if we ended up being out in the dark at night, even at home, we have a light on so it's not total blackness for them. There's something. Right. Um, because I think, I don't know. I don't know if I, I and plus it's just, you know, com- comforts me when I walk in and I can see them. Right. Um, there's a little light I can see. Yeah, we don't want are. them in the dark, dark. No. And um, that way I can just know if they're okay. You know, they have a little bit of light if they want it, you know. So if you're a Lance owner, mm-hmm. we actually end up leaving the accent lighting around the slide out mm-hmm. on. It's just enough. It's yeah. not too bright. 
It's not too mellow. It's just, it works perfect for right. us anyway. So, so we, we set them up in their mm -hmm. crate. We have water for them. We close all the blinds. We only leave the one light on. Yep. And um, what about the comfort level as far as the trailer's temperature? Well, in the summertime, we make sure we have our air conditioning on high cool. The fan's continually running. It's not on auto where it's going to go on and off. It's just a continuous running fan air. And right above in our lance, there, the air has like a little uh, ventilation like circle things that you can open that kind of come straight down on the puppy's kennel. So we try to air you know make the air come down that way for them and um, in the winter uh, we don't want we have the heat on if needed but it's not a continuous run of right. heat i guess it's more like just we put the fan on like if i'm trying well, to remember well right. your furnace you can't run the fan right. continuously oh, okay. so it does get quiet the great thing though is when we go out in the winter there's not a lot of people there's around. nobody else around yeah, typically or very few so if they bark it's yeah. not a big deal right um, and honestly, it's one of those things where in the winter, we try not to leave them very long at all because it always makes me nervous with a propane furnace running, that type of well, thing. Well, yeah. Open and then me. last winter is a good example. We forgot to turn on the heater yeah. and then our waggle helps yes. us out. Which that will, that will bring <laughs> us to our next thing that we use, uh -huh. which has been a total game changer oh, total. for us. You used to always kind of be a little nervous because you just never know when your trailer is going to lose power. Right. And I just... You know, I, these are my fur babies. They're my children. And I want to make sure that nothing happens to them when I'm gone. I'd feel so bad if I did something that I could have you know, done better to keep them safe and comfortable. And, and I would just feel awful if something happened to them. Right. And it was my fault. <laughs> and so we use a product called the Waggle. Yeah. And so the Waggle, you purchase this little monitor. Um, there's an upfront mm -hmm. cost. And then once you own it, you have a monthly or we just do the yearly right. subscription. Mm -hmm. uh, it uses cellular service through Verizon, but you don't have to work through Verizon. You work directly through Waggle. And um so what it basically does is, and there's a couple versions, but we have the, I think they call it the uh, uh, GPS version. Um, what it will do is, number one, it monitors your RV's power. So you plug it into a 12-volt outlet. If the power is broken in that 12, meaning the power goes mm -hmm. out, we instantly receive notifications. Now, you can set up email notifications. You can set up text notifications. Mm -hmm. And I want to say you can do to five different accounts right so you could have five emails five text numbers so we only use two obviously we each get a text if right. something goes wrong so the minute the power goes out we get a text and we have it set up for both text and email right. just just as a precaution <laughs> and to both of us right. um and so that's one thing that we love about the waggle the other thing we love is we can set predefined temperatures, mm -hmm. basically like if it gets too hot, let me know. And if it gets too cold, let me know. We, we get to, you get to define mm -hmm. what those numbers are. Um, and what I am finding is you, number one, you have to, once you install your waggle, you decide where you're going to put it. You really kind of have to watch you it to get a sense. With it a little bit. Yeah. You got to figure out like. Mm -hmm. You know, the thermostat may be saying 72, the waggle may be reading 75 because we have it back in a corner. Right. So we kind of know, like, once you use it for a few days and you figure out the temperature difference, mm -hmm. then you can set your highs and lows based upon that. But once either the high or the low gets exceeded, again, it's going to trigger those emails and text messages. Right. Which is so nice because, again, if we're out to dinner and the power goes out, I want to know immediately. Now, we don't always go into an immediate panic. No. Um, because, you know, sometimes 
power and RV parks will just kind of surge or surge. And then, um, you know, and then we, we can check it. Yeah. You check it right away. You say, Oh, it's back up and running or it's doing this or that. And they're okay. Cause we know what those temperatures, you know, should be and how it will recover. And And that's the other big thing with the waggle is there's an app. And so I can log into the waggle Uh app and I do Uh multiple times while we're out, even though I've received no text messages, no email, I just want to check and see that the power's on and what the temperature is in the RV. And so if we're out to dinner, it's not uncommon for me to be checking the waggle and Patty will say, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm checking the waggle. And it's not that there's an issue, but here's what I love about the waggle. It's peace of mind. Yes, it is. And if there's one thing I would, I would, you know, if I could give Waggle like a recommendation as a pet owner was to have a camera on it. Yeah. And I've talked to Waggle. In fact, we both have talked to Waggle mm-hmm. about this, if you remember. And one of the reasons they have not went that route is because anytime you send a video signal yeah. through the internet, you use a lot more, yeah. um, I guess, bandwidth. Right. And so it would raise the price significantly mm-hmm. on yeah. the monthly plan. Yeah. So it's great, but that would just be my right. one thing. If if it was perfect world for me. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, just knowing, because before we had the waggle, right. and we've only had the waggle now for about a year and a half. So we were kind of really cautious. Oh. And oftentimes we would just not go or they would ride in the truck. You know, we just were nervous. It just, right. there wasn't that Word. sense. Yeah. It was just not, you know, you couldn't really be comfortable. Dinner. I mean, Patty will tell you, and I'm, I'm probably, I'm the worst one I know, but we would be out to dinner and I would just start in like, we better get back, you know. It's been and, too long. And, and so, and we still won't leave them for, we oh. try not to leave them for more than four hours at a time. Right. Um, because, you know, we want to get back and, and take them I outside. I always feel bad too. Right. Yeah. But when we did not have the waggle, I mean, I was, I mean, we got to go. Yeah. yeah we like we would go short. get something to eat and head right back. Yeah, and yeah. so that's what I think I love about having a device like that. And there are other options. Right. I mean, for instance, we have a web camera here at the house. Oh, I love that. And where you can actually log into the app for the webcam. And mm-hmm. I, I we paid under 50 bucks for that webcam. Right. Um, but the problem with the webcam is you have to have something to run it. You have yep. to have a Wi-Fi signal or you're going to have to have like a hotspot that you can hook up to each time. Um, but that could be a, a, an alternative because with the webcam, obviously you can have the video to see what is actually going on. You can hear what is going yep. on and you can actually talk to them. Right. Cause you have, cause we used it when Truman was just a baby. That's why we, we had it prior to that, but then you could hear cause he was by himself and, you know, we had him in his kennel and he was pretty good in the kennel, but you could at least I, hear I, and watch and see. And then we both went in the kennel after we got sissy. Then you could see, okay, are they okay? Are they having a quarrel? You know, how's it going? I know I freaked Truman out when he was a baby because <laughs> you did. I logged in and through the webcam, <laughs> this was here at the house yeah. and he was starting to kind of Get cry. Up, he? He's getting a ramp up. And I'm like, so I, I mic'd in and I'm like, Truman, this is your father. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a, like a Luke Skywalker, yeah. um, Darth Vader thing. No. And, uh, I mean that poor child, he was like, he was looking, looking everywhere and I felt so bad. I'm like, and I kept saying, buddy, I'm not here. Um, but you just need to settle down. And then I realized like, maybe I shouldn't talk to yeah. him. It was better. So, yeah. uh, but yeah, that could be another option for somebody. But what, what I love about the waggle is, and I can honestly say in a year and a half and we have went with the waggle, I'm trying to think where all we've been. We went from Indiana to Texas yep. all the way across to the Florida. Yep. 
uh, coastline, all the Maine, and all over the Midwest. Yep. Never once has our waggle not had a signal. Every time it does. Every time. And it's a good signal and it yeah. works and it does what it's supposed to do. Now, I'm not going to say that there's not some <laughs> right. remote location Probably. out there where yeah. the waggle is not going to work, but we, in a year and a half- have had good experience with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that that is definitely a product. And you know, some people will say like, well, it's kind of pricey because I've got to buy the little unit and then I got to pay a monthly or yearly fee. That doesn't matter to me. I, I need that security. I right. need to know that they are fine, that they are good. Um, in order for me to enjoy my time. Yeah. So. And and the thing is, I don't remember. I want to say the unit's probably $200 or yeah. less. I think our yearly fee maybe is around 160 bucks because we just pay for it right. for the whole year. But again, to me, it is worth every penny for the peace of mm-hmm. mind yep. um, of knowing it. And the other thing that I, I think I forgot to mention about the waggle, and I didn't mean for this to turn into like a, a, a waggle, waggle promotion, but- <laughs> There is GPS tracking on our waggle. Right. So whenever we get to a location, I go ahead and recenter. It knows where our trailer is. So if for some reason somebody would try to hitch up to our trailer or leave with our trailer, we could follow it. Yeah, we would know exactly where yep, it's going where as long as they don't remove the waggle. And I don't think most people would know to go. I don't in. think they would know what that was. No. And so what I have it set for is I think it I think I have it set for like a half mile. Mm-hmm. If it, if that range gets out within a half mile, it immediately starts sending us alerts. But then we could turn that information immediately over to the authorities and help us get the trailer and the pups. Yeah. So even if you didn't have pups, you know, or if the even if right. Truman and Bess weren't in there, if right. they were with us and our it's trailer gets stolen, that. yeah, mm-hmm. which is one of the reasons why we never remove our waggle. It's always in our RV. It stays in there. Yeah. So if somebody steals it from our house. We can track them. So, (laughs) and you know what, what's great is, uh, you know, we know that when Truman and Bess don't get their naps, they get grouchy, just like humans. They do. It is crazy. They do. They get little attitudes. Right. And this summer, a good example. I mean, we went several days where we were just hanging out with them all day long doing things. Oh my gosh. And I remember by about the third or the fourth day. They were pretty cranky. They were real cranky. And I remember- (laughs) We we were we knew we were going to go out, uh-huh. but we we as soon as we put the crate together, they were like zip. They both were in it so quick. We weren't even set up. We're like, guys, we're not leaving yet. I'm just trying to get we around. We hadn't even got it set up. We didn't have the blanket on it. We didn't have their water in it. No. But they were ready. You're like, okay, go, people, get out. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, they actually looked forward, uh-huh. and I remember. I think we were only gone for like two hours, and neither of them. We opened the door, and they both just laid in there looking at us, <laughs> like, why are you back? What? What? You kidding me? Yeah. yeah. So. Uh-huh. So hopefully this will give you at least some insights into how we do it. Right. And what um, works for us. And we'll, yeah. Hopefully maybe it'll work for you. Each episode, we like to provide you with a Delaney pro tip. <laughs> and this, Patty, I'm going to let you do this one because this is really something <laughs> you do. Something I do. And I don't know what makes me do it. I don't know if it's just because I'm, you know, people tease me that I'm OCD and I say, no, I'm CDO. And, um, but uh, when we travel, just when it was us, I was always looking for urgent cares or emergency rooms for us as humans. And then with the pups, it just became natural for me to look for a good vet hospital or a vet clinic that was open 24 hours that was nearby. So I, I'm always looking because we'll travel and go, yep, there's a vet clinic. There's a vet clinic. I'm like, oh my goodness, we're somewhere on the summer. I go, there's three vet clinics near us in case we need. Because I just... Um, you just never know um, when you're going to need help with your pet. You know, Delaney was a good example. We were in Disney, at, well, not at Disney, but in Florida at Christmas. And um, she had a 
just bleeding profusely. And we have found that 24 hour emergency vet and we got her right there and they helped us. That was when, you know, she was feeling pretty lousy, but yeah, it's something I do. It's just, right. I don't know if it, I don't even know too, I think back to maybe your sister kind of put it in my mind because with having her, uh, Sam, our niece who was special needs and she was a preemie and Angie was always making sure she knew where hospitals were when they traveled. And I don't know if that kind of brought yeah. it to my brain, but yeah. Yep. So whenever we travel someplace, mm-hmm. that's one of the first things Patty does is she will be looking on Google, where's the nearest 24 hour vet hospital, mm-hmm. nearest vet or emergency services, just in case you need it. Um, you need it. Mm-hmm. And it's just being proactive as right. opposed to waiting till if there is an emergency and then having mm-hmm. to scramble. Yeah, so. just that just having, I guess I just need that that security of knowing, okay, I know where to go. You know, I can Google it. I know where know where it is. It's, it'll be easy to go, and and it's just helpful to me. Yep, and yeah. I think that's a great tip for pet owners who are out RVing. Well, Patty, this brings to a conclusion episode two already. Episode two. We doubled oh the number of episodes. <laughs> yeah. And again, I have to say that none of this would be possible if it wasn't for our friend and producer Jim Kuzman. Jim. Jim, thank you so much for, he's the one that's behind the scenes, making all of sure all of this flows perfectly and that the audio levels are perfect. And so we could not do this without Jim. Thank you, Jim. And at some point in the future, we're going to get Jim on here with us because Jim is also an RVer and a Lance owner. And so I'm pretty sure we're going to have some discussions with Jim as well. So, and we thank all of you for taking time out of your day to uh, hit that play button. And uh, if you get a chance, you know, we would love for you to leave a comment on whatever platform you're listening to us. Those comments help as far as getting our podcast out to more people. And ultimately, we're just trying to share what we can to help each and every person out who loves their RV and wants to go RV. Absolutely. We love it. All right, everyone. So for myself and Patty, until next time, we'll see you on down the road. <laughs> Good Bye-bye. Travels with the lady. We'll see you on down the road. I say we're going to jump into this right after, uh, Jim, that didn't work. Um, Jim, I'm sorry. We're making you work this week. Ooh, doggy. Okay. Let's try again. Peace out.